Welcome to the Speed of Life Show, a podcast for busy professionals who have it all. I'm your host, Navneet Mann, professional life and success coach, speaker, and lawyer. Join me each week as we break down common issues faced by high achievers and provide you with tools and techniques on how to overcome them yourself. The Speed of Life Show is all about taking you from feeling stuck to being unstoppable. I'm here to get you out of the rat race and create a life you freaking love. So let's get started. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Speed of Life podcast. I'm your host, Navneet Mann, and today we have a juicy topic. We are talking about imposter syndrome and how to overcome it for good. I'm going to discuss a little bit about imposter syndrome, what it is, the different faces it shows up as, and I'll share some of my personal experiences with imposter syndrome and how I overcame it myself. And then I'll give you three things that you can do in your everyday life to begin to overcome this nasty imposter syndrome for yourself. So let's get started. Now, often people feel like they are not good enough. They don't know enough and they don't actually deserve the status or the success that they have, and one day they're going to be found out. They don't necessarily believe that they deserve their success, and they feel that they're not actually skilled enough to hold the position that they have or to be in a role that that they're currently in. They're really afraid that one day they're going to get caught by their superiors or their peers and they'll be revealed as a fraud. They're afraid that people around them, their colleagues, their peers, or their counterparts actually know a lot more than them. And on top of that, when other people praise them and say what good job they're doing or how amazing it is that they've accomplished so much, they feel really reluctant to accept these praises. So why is that? Why does imposter syndrome hit so many people. Imposter syndrome is something that has kind of developed over time, but it's become a very hot topic recently. It's more about people not having the confidence in believing in themselves. They are so afraid that they're supposed to be at a, at a higher level intellectually or skillfully that they're afraid that what they have is not enough. Everything they know is not enough. And one day they're just going to get caught as an imposter. They kind of feel like they're playing this role and they're just kind of faking it till they make it, which I honestly believe is a load of crap. I think that we all have certain qualities, accomplishments and skills that make us who we are. And we just need to stand behind that and really believe it. So let me share my personal story. Being a professional, having accomplished so much and eventually getting my law degree, this was more than I ever felt I would have accomplished in my life, truly. And when I got there, instead of being excited about all my accomplishments, I was so afraid. I had a real fear that I actually didn't belong there. When people, my friends, my family would praise me, or brag about my accomplishments, 
I felt uncomfortable. I wanted them to stop. I didn't want to view myself or portray myself as being this accomplished person. Often at work, I was the only female in a room. Countless times, I was the only female at the table. And on top of that, the only colored person at the table. It's kind of a double whammy to be the only female and the only colored person at a table. So there was a lot that I was carrying with me. A lot of times I felt like I didn't belong. I was surrounded by old white men. My opinion, did it even matter? I wasn't sure. Often I would stay quiet because they obviously know more than me. They must be more accomplished. They exude all of this confidence and they spoke with so much so much emphasis and confidence and I just felt that their voices were louder than mine. What they had to say was more important than me. And no matter what I accomplished, deep inside I still kept feeling like I really didn't know enough. That even though I did my best and got a lot of praise, a small part of me just kind of felt like I wasn't enough and I was just faking it. I was playing a character, so to speak. On the outside, I appeared to be confident. In fact, most people that know me would have no clue that I felt like a fraud on the inside. But I found myself always afraid of making a mistake. And I was so afraid and thought that others probably have no idea that I don't know what I'm doing. The feelings of being an imposter ended up becoming so strong that I found myself leading with that thought. I was actually freaking myself out even more. Instead of having confidence in myself and my abilities, I actually failed to acknowledge the fact that I had earned my position. I failed to remember the persistence and the hard work that went into my education and my training to get me where I am today. I failed to honor that girl inside of me that made all the sacrifices to get into this role and to accomplish all that I had. In that moment, I was basically allowing my fear to guide me. I failed myself and let all of my hard work just be washed away with this fear of being an imposter or not knowing enough or not being good enough. It was through a lot of introspection that I was able to shed these negative thoughts. It took a lot of work and a lot of rewiring of my mind not to fall into that trap. I had to learn how to separate all of the negative feelings from the actual facts. And then I had to learn to step into this accomplished person that I knew I was. I had to be that person. I had to show up like that person in order to stop believing all the crap that was going on in my mind. I realized that everybody doing something worth doing has to start somewhere. And every time I started something new, it was an opportunity for me to grow. I had to learn how to be easier on myself, learn to forgive my mistakes and celebrate my wins. And eventually, before I knew it, that feeling of being an imposter was just lifted off of me. I stepped into the confident person I knew I was, and I knew I belonged there. 
So having experienced all of this, I really wanted to share with you some things that you can do in order to shed your imposter syndrome and really step into that kick-ass person that you really are. What do most people want? Most people that are experiencing some sort of imposter syndrome just want to be able to walk into a meeting or a presentation or a networking event and turn off that feeling of being being a fraud. They want to be able to just turn off that switch and not feel those feelings again. And I wish it was that simple. I wish I could just tell you to stop it and you could, but we all know that's not how this works. Feelings are unfortunately the last thing to change. All of the other work that takes more effort comes first. So what is it that you can do? The first thing that's the most important is really just recognizing and understanding that your peers or colleagues or those people around you that don't feel like frauds or they don't appear to feel like imposters, it's not because they're more capable or more intelligent than you are. It's not that they've accomplished a lot more and that puts them at a higher standard. No, they're no more prepared or no more trained than you. But the key difference between you and them is simple. The situations that you face that make you feel triggered and make you feel like an imposter simply just trigger different feelings for those people. They're just not focused on what's lacking. They're focused more on what they already possess. And that is the key difference. So if you don't want to feel like an imposter, then don't think like one. That is the key. The more you've kind of focused on all the things that you're not, all the things that are missing, all the things that are lacking in your situation, the more all of that will actually come to the surface. And the more likely you are to make a mistake. So it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you feel like you're not good enough, that you don't belong there, the more you're actually probably more likely to make a mistake and then believe that you don't belong there because you're not good enough. So you need to stop actually thinking like a fraud in order to stop being a fraud. Here are some things that you can do. Three things that I was able to implement in my life in order to turn around that feeling and actually not feel like an imposter imposter anymore. I shed that imposter syndrome quite some time ago and I've never looked back. So let's see what these three things are. Let's start with number one, which is separating your feelings from the facts. So let's really try to understand this. You need to realize that everybody has their off days. And if one day you're not feeling at your sharpest or feel kind of unprepared for something, that doesn't mean you actually don't know anything. Feeling stupid about one thing doesn't actually make you stupid. The fact is that you've put in so much work and know a lot more than you think. So you need to learn in that moment to recognize that this is a feeling that's coming over me. It's not a fact. It doesn't actually mean I'm useless or stupid or don't belong here. It's just how I feel in this given moment and I can move past it now that I've recognized it. 
The second thing you want to do is recognize when your feelings are actually warranted. So there may be times where you're the newbie and you don't actually know as much as your peers. Or times where you're clearly the odd one out, kind of like me being the only colored woman in a room majority of the time. At those times, it's okay if you're feeling a little off or like an outsider. You're in completely new territory. And maybe in that moment, you don't actually fit in. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you don't have the opportunity to grow. You need to view this as an opportunity to carve out your own space and create a role for yourself in this new place where maybe you don't look like everybody else. Recognize those feelings when they're warranted and let it be okay. Don't be so hard on yourself. Which leads me into point number three. Create a new language for yourself. So we all have our own commentary around tough situations. For instance, if you've started a brand new job, instead of telling yourself this story like, wait until they find out, I actually have no idea what I'm doing. What are they going to think? Why don't you try telling yourself that everybody starts somewhere? And even though I don't have all the answers and don't know how to do everything, I've got the intelligence and the means to figure it out. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to figure it out. So if you're doing these three things constantly, it's going to help you kind of switch off those feelings of being an imposter and bring out stronger feelings of confidence and competence. We both know that you're actually a strong, intelligent, and capable badass woman. And it's just a matter of bringing that to the surface. So the next time you're sitting in a room and doubting your place or doing a project and not knowing what the next step is, next time somebody's praising you and you're actually feeling like it's not warranted and you don't deserve that praise, or the next time you get a raise and you're not really sure if you should be getting that or if you can take on the next level of responsibility, I want you to stop in your tracks and really recognize that it's the imposter syndrome feelings that are coming up. It is not a reflection of who you are as a person or what you are capable of doing. So when this comes up, do these three things. Remember, one, separate your feelings from the actual facts. Learn that this is just how this moment is making you feel It does not mean that is a fact and that is what you actually are. Two, recognize when the feelings are warranted in situations where you're the new face or everybody else is slightly different and maybe you feel like you don't belong. Use that as an opportunity to create your own space and grow into that role. Don't be so hard on yourself in those moments when you're faced with a new situation. And number three, create a new language for yourself, new commentary, rewire your brain to start thinking about the opportunities for growth rather than what's lacking. And don't lead with that fear that you might get caught because there's nothing to get caught about. You belong where you are. You earned it and you deserve it. 
If anything today really resonates with you and you want to learn how to take your career and life to the next level, but you really want to stay true to who you are, then I'd love to chat with you and work together in 2020 to overcome some of these barriers and help you become a stronger person and align with what matters to you. I want to help you pivot all of the success you have and turn it into something more meaningful where you can thrive. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, then go to navneetman.com coaching and book your free call and let's learn how you may be able to work with me in order to accomplish all that you want in 2020. Thank you again for tuning in to the Speed of Life show. I'm your host, Navneet Man. I really enjoyed sharing my imposter syndrome story with you. And if you've got a story you want to share with me, please, please leave it in the comments or feel free to message me on social media. I'd love to hear some of your experiences. Until next week, this is Navneet Man signing off. Have a good one. Hey everyone, I hope you liked today's episode of the Speed of Life show. If you did, please don't forget to hit subscribe and write us a review. We're always looking to improve and love hearing your feedback. And if you want some more personalized support and would like to work with me one-on-one, then head over to navneetman.com forward slash coaching to apply to work with me directly. Until next time, this is your host Navneet Man signing off. I'll see you next week.